0: I need to get all of my ridicule in on the road. RAF is on vacation. You traitor. It's time for <laughs> Verbal Tap. <laughs> it's fighting way easier when you take your journalistic responsibility serious, which is what I did Well, I'm just like plunkered home, not taking vacations. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how's the pina colada?
1: Got an umbrella in it? I think you know as well as I do, this is not an actual vacation. I am just somewhere else. But for the ease of getting through conversations with people, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm on vacation. They're like, cool. Are you enjoying yourself and taking time off? I'm like, no, I'm cutting edited videos and photos. What do you think I'm doing?
0: I had a moment where I was like, what if, what's the movie where Tom Hanks crashes with the volleyball?
1: That would be castaway.
0: Yeah. What if you were on a castaway like situation? <laughs> How fucked you'd be? Cause I've been noticing your posts without jujitsu day three. The inner <laughs> demons have taken over. I'm drinking again. I just struggled not to do meth in the hallway outside. P.S. I've also been eating. <laughs> it's uh, been rough. So I'm trying. I was, I had a moment where I just chuckled. It's like we definitely have to get an internet connection so we could bitch about how lonely the island is.
1: That's true. I would be pretty useless without any internet or Wi-Fi. I would tell you this. I thought about sending you those status updates, but I was like, he'll see them. He'll, He'll understand. And what is becoming a little more dangerous on some of those updates is when people are throwing back things at me. So when I said, like, hey, I think I'm too fat to jiu-jitsu anymore, (laughs) I got a few people who sent me notes being like, don't you dare quit. And I was like, what about my personality gives you any inclination I will ever quit jiu-jitsu? One. Two. Guys, like, how much do you not understand jokes? Like, how aggravating is this? I can understand when people proudly exclaim, that they are going to stop following us because we made fun of DC. And by the way, that does fill my heart with a certain amount of joy. Nothing is better than pronouncing like you're some sort of evil villain in a movie. I am about to unfollow you because of this meme. And then one person actually challenged this person and said, Yo, dude, it's a fucking joke, and DC's not untouchable. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And this DC's goes, doing fine. Just right. Like, again, we don't hate him, but he does say dumb things. And I think that's fair for criticism. And this guy goes, no, nobody's above criticism, but. I was like the but. For reasons to unfollow meme pages. And I don't even listen to their podcast. And I thought to myself, oh, please get the fuck out of here sooner then. Like. <laughs> You sound like a fun person that we should really be struggling to stick around.
0: You are a few days on the road. That's why Raph sounds a little, we sound a little I'm makeshifty. Off, yeah. You know, we're okay. We know. But he's still phoning it in, still doing some, some work. Actually phoning it in. That was not a metaphor for not doing the work because we did watch fights. Wrong. For the show this week, and I'll get into scheduling the MRI, RAF. Um, mm, thank you she asked me the fatal question of you know if you go three hours later there's a bigger one met for people up to 250 pounds it's like don't oh, ask no. me tell me <laughs> you're moving me into the more comfortable one do you have one that vibrates i get that probably anyway we i want to talk about the triad we're going to do a little summer tracking of all these fighting reality shows okay before we get there, because we got to get you out of here. i got to go marry some people. You have to mm. actually enjoy uh, a few days. And both of us have to act like we haven't seen the show Candy and mm. know what our wives are capable of. So mm. we'll get first into this main card, which was this weekend. There are some... I saw at least the main ones. I especially saw Davy Grant kind of win. Yeah. I think that was... Easily the most fun. Um, I can't I I can't even hear Kutaleba without hearing his nickname we've accidentally get, given him, which is a real problem. And there must have been and I'm curious if you'll start tracking this for me now as we watch fights. But when something emotional happens and spoiler alert, Ray Kick's knee gave out when he was, probably, he was you know, getting pretty well beat up, I thought. This uh after this fight, he wanders over to yawn. And they have an embrace that feels, and this always coincides with the complaint I have about ESPN when I go back to look at the highlights. They don't have them. They just have post shots of the two of them. And it was like, you know, it wasn't a pay-per-view and it's your network. We could, Can you please fire the asshats the UFC brought over to chop out the good stuff? Because, you know, it's really, as Raph has mentioned before, important to have highlights of what's going on. They also did a little editing here in a really take-out-some-of-the-moments way. Conservatively, I think Rakic hung out with Jan and talked to him after the fight for four to seven minutes. (laughs) The longest I've ever seen. They couldn't get the post-fight interview going. Because it was like, hey, no, sir, just one to three more minutes. I got to talk to him. We're exchanging pen pals. It felt like they were sharing recipes, talking about dinner. If he was asking, hey, do you have a good rehab guy? Knee really hurt. Like, there was a lot of back and forth. We got to start paying attention to this. I want to know what the longest start to finish post-ass beating fight discussion is.
1: Well, not just that, but it was an awkward moment because of the injury. And then Don went into the press room and made a big clear thing where he goes, my body was just stronger tonight, which true.
0: But... <laughs> so was mine. Then Ray Kicks, just by the end, <laughs> not trying to get too mean, but that was a real bad step back.
1: Again, I guess you have to find some way to not only say, maybe you should fight for the title again, but to really spin that this was a good night for you. It's just the phraseology of my body was stronger it stuck with me and it started making me think like, man, if I beat somebody at eating at an all you can eat restaurant, that's a perfect line there. If you happen to be standing upright after a marathon and someone just finished the marathon next to you and is crawling there, my body was just stronger. Yeah. Did you finish before me? Cool. But um, look who's crawling on the floor now. Can I chime so, in?
0: When the, yes, please. The next time I'm on a road trip and someone has to use a restroom really bad, oh. I'll be like,
1: My body's stronger. (laughs) (laughs) So here's where I should admit to you that even on quote unquote vacation, I was watching the fights. However, I was watching them in the central time zone and I had just flown the night before, gotten in at early a.m. Kev, the hour adjustment of me being ahead of you, full disclosure, I fell asleep at the actual main event i worked so hard to stay up through most of that entire card but right when we got to the actual main event i discovered what it was like to be not even an east coast person Mm -hmm. but to sympathize with those people who just go "Uh uh-oh sleep's happening but i want to see this (sighs) (laughs)
0: and i always it, I would give you more shit if these fights that were an off weekend of fights weren't casually seven and a half hours long, because they were. <laughs> it was still several episodes from a Game of Thrones season worth of content. So uh, it gets difficult, but that is uh, really funny to me. You, Kevin, when I Central? started, it was uh,
1: daylight. It was yeah. the day before, yeah, well, but all of a sudden it's dark. It was Saturday. I'm in a bed. We started watching these fights, yeah on my phone now mind you the other fights i was watching with people who are civilians who don't necessarily care about every single person involved in this thing but as that was going on i found myself having to give explanations on every single one of these people and they're like what can you tell me about manuel torres and i was like i don't there know just nothing. watch the fight he just knocks somebody out in fucking a few minutes they'll tell you about them it's sort of like when you're watching a movie with somebody and they go, who's this person? I go, watch the movie. Stop <laughs> asking me. A movie will explain itself to you.
0: You've just shed some light on something that's been happening to me as well that mm-hmm. I have struggled to articulate. We'll come up with a name for it. Mm-hmm. UFC fights, when you would watch them, you used to always be like, well, you know, I'm watching because it's Anderson Silva. I have to see GSP. Mm-hmm. It's Nate Diaz. He's They finally got him on the plane. There were names or hype to it, right? John Jones is out of prison; he's fighting. There isn't that when you're trying to sneak in the next card after the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Your wife walks in, or your partner, or your husband, or your significant other is like, "Oh, UFC? Who's the main event?" And you're like, "Well, I'm just currently watching Span versus Sleba. Um, you know, hash out a rivalry no one knew about that's years in the making. They're like, it looks like eight people are at this. It's like, well, yeah, it's at the Apex <laughs> Center. Like, they're just doing sounds like an in-house type of night of fights. It's just like, oh, but it's on ESPN, and we're watching this and not catching up on any of the many shows or Barry episode three, and you're just stone-faced, struggling. You're like, but Davy Grant was on The Ultimate Fighter, and that's not helping your argument at all. This mm-hmm. was that card. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. one of those cards I was having fun watching and could not justify the sheer amount of time it took. There was an anaconda well, choke.
1: Yes, there was. And I think the issue I was having, Kevin, is in the middle of watching with civilians, I have to defend the sport with athletes that are good, you know, maybe not our a team.
0: Formula One fucked us here because I had a friend being a smart ass who was like, well, how long is this? And I was like, you know, it'll be on for eight, nine hours. He goes, it's longer than a Formula One race. And he said it like I was so American. Like it was so implied (laughs) that I didn't have the sophistication. And it also made me think, oh, my God, he's right. It's longer than an F1 race.
1: Ooh. It's actually worse because this dude railing on about how long these events are, he has found the wrong receptive audience for this.
0: This I'm is I'm the worst. Yeah. This is like another
1: great point. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're the person that's gonna quickly sell out the sport and go, Yeah, I'm with you. Let's cancel MMA. Let's get rid of it. Do I need to sign up? Can I protest with you? Because when I watch an event, I don't mind that they necessarily go on that long because what else am I going to be doing? But the hard part is to keep momentum going forever. You can't just keep getting excited about things when you've already hit your peak. So Even though the, the kind of fight of the night was Caitlin and Amanda, which was a just fine fight, I had people around me being like, I don't like when the girls fight. And I was like, well, they're not girls. They're women. And it's been the fight of the night. So
0: this was one I would argue we should have just cut all of the men's fights. Like, <laughs> let's just do a women's fight night, men's fight night. And Davey. Grant shorten it up, up a little to bit to you
1: about that because he was he pretty happy about getting out a knockout. Fight. That was a good fight too.
0: He can fight. It's on ESPN plus who gives a shit. He can fight <laughs> on all day Sundays, Mail ticket. Little feature, <laughs> it's just you know what I'm saying, break it up. Who cares? Why do you have yeah. to do them all? But I guess to my I didn't watch them all at the same time, so who cares there? But
1: no, and again, great to see Michael Johnson get a win as well. That was really, really sick. Um, we need Angela some Hill. hold on,
0: okay. You know, mm-hmm. what we need a little press mm-hmm. packet per like okay. if we're going to do these little short things and we're going to do it at the apex where. Mm-hmm. we could easily put up a projector and be like, we're now going to send it to fight scout to explain what we're looking for in this fighter. What's next? Why? Like, you know, make it more of a, bring a production about what's going on. And I really don't even think that's the goal of these. It's like, well, we owe ESPN eight more hours of plus content. You know, we're going to fill it. So Michael Johnson and Alan Patrick strap up.
1: It's time to find out who punches better. good you bring up a good point and i would like to expand upon that with this small consideration you know how you get leaflets it's a political season if you get leaflets in the mail people that you don't care to research or you know those of us who actually do research are political people like when they send me something in the mail i'm like i don't need this this is unnecessary but if espn sent me a weekly packet that said here's what you need to know about the fighters. I'd be like, Oh, this is a better use of my time. Thank you. I will read about this. What do I need to know about? uh, Tatsuro Taria? Well, that's that's lovely. Good for him. He's going to do very well. Carlos Candelario. (laughs) Carlos Candelario also. Sounds like a very fake name in a romantic novel. That is yes. meant for old ladies.
0: And then I met the new programmer, Carlos <laughs> Candelario. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay. That yeah. said, Davey Grant, big winner. Congrats. Uh, you get some choke again, span with a guillotine. I, uh, guillotines are really prevalent lately. It's good to mm-hmm. see. I like seeing because it's just one of those. I'm always a little surprised when MMA fighters don't go for it. When I see that neck get high in the ribs and they're doing that takedown thing, I'm just always like, look, you want to stop him? Don't just counter it. Actually try to choke him. He did that. And um, Petrosky starting up the Anaconda choke, which is my favorite because then we get to see 20 videos people being like i've been a big fan of the anaconda choke since 2006 here's me explaining i know we're in i love you this is good i'm always down and i'll that's those are my highlights
1: those are the good ones and hey listen we made it through it kevin it was good but you mentioned that there's some programming that's come on i'm excited about this
0: i want to pit to these against you. yeah you
1: you you might have started one Oh, shit, I
0: don't even know. Maybe. Well, okay, uh, let's explain the three, and then I'll throw it to you. The care. three shows going on right now, I guess. Right. So The Ultimate Fighter is back. Yes. Featuring Juliana Pena uh, versus uh, an upstart, Amanda Nunez,
1: the mm-hmm. lioness.
0: So I'm in. I haven't had a chance to start watching. I think they're on episode three. I've been excited every time I see it on the handle and the TV because it's one of those shows that's like, I am going to get done with this big thing I have to do and then sit down without any responsibilities and binge it. Can't wait. The other show that's about to start is Road to UFC, Episode 1, 2, and 3. This is out of Singapore. This is the UFC targeting a big part of the fighting world in Asia and saying we're going to put on a tournament and Raph and I can't help, but think it sounds a lot like one of our favorite games that's ever been invented, yeah. except there is no mortality at stake. Uh, there will be some finishims, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> I assume. And Raph, the third one you've told me about, which I love hearing is, I, I you've been calling it something it's
1: not, but there's a grappling no.
0: version of this as well of basically the same idea.
1: Yes. So there's a show on Flow Grappling that they're going to refer to as Who's Next. I, however, will refer to it as the ultimate grappler.
0: Here's why. Hold on, they called it Who's Next? Yes. Gosh, 30 seconds. I can't, <laughs> inter- sorry, I have to interrupt you immediately, but are, what is wrong with them? Who's Next is the epitome of everything that is wrong with people that don't do market research because there's a next bus show that mtv did and it was perfect and it was about nexting people and i don't think i'm gonna get that and it certainly isn't gonna wow. be starring bernie Mac and ashton kutcher back to you terrible name
1: who's next honestly doesn't make me feel very uh like i gotta watch that show you guys see that latest episode of who's next i would have almost opted with uh i got next because to me who's next sounds like you're trying to get a table at a fucking pool hall but again listen they chose a name they went with it the reason i'm going with the ultimate grappler is it is essentially if you like the ultimate fighter You might like this. Now, here's some positives. It is well-produced. It is well-edited because these are submission-only matches. So there are some really strong things. And we are proponents of good things happening in grappling. What I can tell you, though, is that you're going to see performance highlights. So, like, when you would be watching the UFC because, you know, it could go too long If it's toward the end of the episode and you get to minute 50 and you go, wait, there's still two more rounds. And then all of a sudden you see this performance highlight is brought to you by. Well, this is essentially it because it's all submission only. And I won't ruin anything by telling you guys this, but there is one match. Kev, I kid you not. What is the longest match you could conceive in a submission only format? And mind you, this isn't between you and I who have rolled famously for what an hour, hour change. And I couldn't get you. You couldn't get me. Like, it's one of those things where we know that could exist. But how long in your head do you think in a reality show a match would go for?
0: That's the important part here. Max, Mm-mm. 45 minutes. Mm-mm. With the sign sealed deliver, we can
1: edit this, mo. So there was a 45-minute match. It actually went 50 minutes, and that was compliments one young William Tackett versus other podcast hosts Flava Flav, uh, who hosts the fourth Stringers podcast, which I'm told registers or qualifies class as a podcast in the jiu landscape not my words it's For, the internet fourth anyway, string on the guitar is the g-string
0: which is kind of funny so we'll just call it the g-string <laughs> podcast and hope that doesn't confuse
1: the people i'm so mad i didn't think about that when they came on grappling hour um okay so there that happens on that side no kevin the longest match in the matches to get into the house because they cut from 16 to 8 so you've got to fight your way into the house it went two hours and fifty-five minutes. Jesus, two hours? Well, that's three yeah. hours.
0: Hold on, fifty—that's three hours.
1: It's three hours, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, that's Titanic's a three-hour movie. What's two hours and forty-eight? <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> that's three hours. Oh yep. my god! Was it exciting? I mean, how long? How? I much, mean, I how, don't know. Did they the, condense?
1: The, yeah, Do they just tell the two you? Half minutes. They basically narrate you through. So the two coaches, Tim Spriggs and Craig Jones. And Tim does a good job of trying to narrate what you need to do for one of the the guys who are saying, hey, can't let him do this. He's got to impose his will. He's got to do something. He's in a bad spot. It's not looking good for him. Meanwhile, Craig Jones, they did the best they could around him. But Craig did not want to be there for those three hours. The look at his face was like, I would rather go anywhere else, be doing any other dumb shtick. But this is god awful too long. So it is interesting because uh, we are friends with one of the the participants. and And listen, it's a pretty cool thing to watch in terms of his story and how it'll play out. Because it's apparently a two-week process that they filmed it during. But Kev, I gotta tell you. Again, taking the ultimate fighter format, fight your way into the house. There are some small modifications, but there are gonna be challenges. There are gonna be, you know, teams doing nonsense. The thing that you're missing is Dana White. And you get Hollywood Mike Flo, who is an interesting character in our world. It's just more often than not, there is a real danger of when Dana White, a person who signs people's paychecks, actually says, fuck this guy. <laughs> off the show With Hollywood Mike, it's like, eh, I mean, you're kind of in charge, but, like, honestly, dude, I'm going to be fine if you get pissed off at me, honestly. So there's there's a little less danger there, but um, I'm hoping good things. The first two episodes drop so that even if you don't have – a flow grappling account. I think you should be able to see them. And I appreciate them for doing that as well. So I think it's important that we try to highlight the positives and the negatives. And I would just make this recommendation. I know it's a lot to cram into like an hour, like the UFC version, when they fight to get in the house, it's usually an hour and a half. But regular themed episodes usually go about 45 minutes with TV. Um, so it's not like it felt super long, but I'm hoping the future episodes are right in that pocket of 30, but I don't know. Um, so who can say, we'll, we'll see how it goes on, but, uh, kudos to all the gentlemen who appeared in it though. There are 16 people, a lot of whom I'm familiar with. There's a couple of, I didn't really know their stories and I thought that was kind of cool to see. So I'm happy it exists. I hope that the rest of it's good. But I could tell by the second half of the show, I was already starting to roast it. And I was not expecting to be roasting it that soon. In
0: Well, who's um, who's the host? Who's like, I'm in charge it's, of...
1: No, it's, it's the Hollywood Mike Flo. So he's essentially playing the Dana uh, show up. What I can tell you, though, the beginning of the show starts with narration from Jocko. And... It's explaining the history and the origins of jujitsu, but that read of it is just silly intense. Like it's trying to have a lot of action, it's trying to get you really engaged, keep it fast paced, fast moving, and that's something that I will give it that it does have a little bit of an edge over the current seasons of the Ultimate Fighter. Because it does feel like it's new and fresh in the sense that, like, oh, I've never really seen this for Grappling Hour. Except if I watch Shugio, this just seems to have a bigger budget and uh, a different style to it. But, yeah, so Jocko's starting off by being like, and the only way to win was to get your opponent to tap. And I'm like...
0: Q two hours and 46 minutes of that one match later. It's like, is this what you had in mind?
1: Like, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little silly in the sense that I love our sport dearly. I think everybody knows that. I think everybody knows that, but it's the same thing that I see with memes. When we get a little too into ourselves it's like you see the memes that say, like, Jiu Jitsu is so great because these people are dumb. Like, that's almost what it feels like when you watch the beginning of this. They're like, Jiu Jitsu is so epic and so amazing because it tests your will as a man. And it's like, oh, okay, So does dude.
0: basketball. Jeez, like, great. So does- <laughs> college wrestling's real, and there's some testing going on, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> so, what I can tell you is. Little glitches aside, there's something fun about taking out all of the uh, decisions, advantages, points, and it's just sub only. And making it into a digestible component where they edit it down and you can kind of see it and take it. That's great. So that That, that is very much appreciated.
0: It's kind of like that. back to my F1 mention. That's what they do on the Netflix show.
1: Yes. Have you seen that yet?
0: Are you in on that at all? What's the name of the show? I, th- I think it's just called F1 or, or drive to survive. It's called drive to survive. That's what it's called. You're going to watch two minutes of it and be absolutely hooked by the way. Cause there's just, if, if this was about competitive dressage, I'd be in the way they've cut it, but it's happens to be about a like billionaire millionaire enthused industry and they have full access. And I've been in since I saw the Miami coverage, they did something we do not do in in our fight sport. They let the main journalist guy just go wandering around the tarmac. I sent you to something. He interviewed somebody he thought was Patrick Mahomes for two minutes just because he was tall. <laughs> it was not. He just uh, was like, well, that's a tall gentleman. Uh, nope, not, Ma- not Patrick Mahomes. But they have unfettered access to go to talk to the racers, just kind of surprise them, pop in. Can you imagine? First of all, it would be some really good content if they ended their feud with John Anik or you and let you backstage <laughs> just go interview some fighters <laughs> to just drop in and be like, okay, how you feeling? You started to get a workup like or, or, sa- simultaneously. What about during the weigh-ins? If somebody was following Charles Oliveira, do you know how much better the footage is? Yeah. Like you can follow it and watch it. It's that type of stuff. So, It's back to you know how much you want to show, and for F one, it gets a lot more people access, and they understand the value of that. The UFC doesn't want you to have access. They don't want you hearing from Angela Hill being like, "They moved me dressing rooms, and we're having some issues (laughs) with the paycheck." Like, I'm really starting to get tired of these morons, and it's like, yeah, I bet. So,
1: why are you glossing over the biggest one? The footage I really want to see is them figuring out how that scale was not calibrated correctly, because. Or how it was, me, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, however it was, like, if they literally showed up and they're like, "No, he's just fat right now," it'd be like, "Oh, I'd like to see somebody saying that to Charles Oliveira, who probably at this point, in a crazed stupor from weight cutting, is yelling things in Portuguese at them in a very stringent and stern manner." And I'm like, "Ooh, that's he's also a speaking I in
0: is. tongues because God arrived." That was part <laughs> right, of the problem, God did right?
1: God's a will. God's a it's will. It's your problem that I'm fat. Never forget that. The but. Oh, sorry, good. No, but I'm just saying that's a great point. It would be nice to see those things. I don't know that they always want that stuff to get out, but everybody's doing the fucking blame game on whose fault it was. Them slowly putting
0: right. a quarter pounder on the scale and being like, "It's not a quarter pound." <laughs> see,
1: that's the type of stuff we don't get. Because guess what? You're getting now. You're getting Joe Rogan who's chiming in and saying, "Like, you know what? I think he might be right. Maybe that scale was." <laughs> <laughs> my favorite with what the fuck dude just it
0: it gets a little into announcers have just been more honest but it's so funny if I, I just can't imagine you know on his podcast the next day charles barkley being like i think the refs are still getting paid to shave points that's just what i'm saying like that would be a really <laughs> bizarre revelation
1: uh i should tell you this I, and yeah. i didn't know how you felt but they do the upfronts and the in-fronts, which is usually <clears throat> TV where they sell uh, advertising and they announce what's going to be next year. How do we do? Um. Well, I don't think we have anything on the docket. Damn it. We but gotta, I, maybe next have, year we be a better up. agent. I got to fire. Hey, you know the worst though? king attorneys. The dream can happen for us because the XFL is going to be on ESPN, FX, and ABC. So... You can thank The Rock and his uh, producing partner, who I believe is Danny Garcia.
0: We would be in a Gene Hackman movie if they're, they're, their press team's like, we need something a little off the wall. We need some people, <laughs> a little sharper, a little wittier, a little less formulated in the ESPN model, but for ESPN. And they're like, I know just the two guys. I know. We're
1: just waiting for the call. And then they're going to so-
0: cancel, and they'll be stuck with us, Raph. They'll have to get I me know. out of jail, you out of rehab. Get us there.
1: So uh, they did the announcement. I wasn't sure if you saw, but Kevin, your beloved Bachelor franchise will now be in the fall. Now, why is it in the fall? Because Disney got rid of Dancing with the Stars because old people. And that's going to Disney Plus. That'll be Disney Plus's first foray into live (laughs) Retirement? Oh, okay. (laughs) No. However, their loss is your gain. Because, yeah, that means Bachelor is going to happen. On both Mondays and Tuesdays,
0: honey, Bachelorette in the fall. Fuck Dancing no, with no, the no, Stars. No, Bachelor. bachelor, uh, it's bachelor. bachelor. Oh, never and mind. It's
1: bachelor in Paradise, apparently.
0: Oh, even better. Bachelor in Paradise is the best show they have. It's the only one. It's, the only, it's the only good. One. <laughs> the rest of them are horrible.
1: Like I legitimately saw that news, and I go, I know one person that's excited.
0: Yeah. Woo. Well, okay, between that, me having a lot of tough to binge, and on June 9th, the Road to UFC episode one. I can't find who's fighting on it yet. Clicked on the card. Mm. But June 9th is going to be one crazy sleep day for you, I'm just assuming. Because at 12.30 a.m., the tournament starts. At 3.30 a.m. is Road to UFC episode two. And then 12.30 a.m., June 10th, Road to UFC episode three. Nine straight hours. Rolling into a fight we will be uh, still uh, definitely covering as per contract, 275 uh
1: Prokatsuka. Yeah, and I don't, what time is that happening? What time is the 4 p.m.? 4, 4 p.m.
0: P. in Singapore. Yep.
1: Well, what time is that here?
0: Oh, I assume this was local time for me, 4 p.m.
1: PM3. Okay, so that's not bad. I'm trying to figure out because, again, I'm trying to schedule my yeah. fight companions, and when you say that, now I start to have the realization of fuck, I've got to start looking at that already. Main card eight, so. Okay. Alright, I'll figure that out. Um, yeah, that's great, and don't forget this weekend, there's going to be a submission grappling event uh, that is going to be as part of the uh, one FC. I think they have, like, a fight card where they're going to have some grappling super fights, and this is where Gary will get to take on one of the Rotolo brothers and if Ooh. you've been watching my interviews I just interviewed Gary recently it is at page backslash grappling hour if you go to that page and you want to see the interviews now early access but Gary in that interview told me that they sent him a contract that said oh hey we want you to take on Cade Rotolo He's like, um, okay. He talks it over with Danaher, He talks it over with Gordon he says, all right, fine. Yeah. I'll take that match. And then Gary proceeds to tell me, oh, they can't tell which for which, because they sent me a note back after I had signed the contract saying I was fighting Cade to go, just kidding. We meant tie. We don't know which one's which. Yeah. Don't join us. We're all there. Then I told him, I was like, you can't, Gary, did they just say you're fighting the one on the left? which left your left or my left and he's like dude i don't know man he goes but it's so weird he goes and i'm obviously down for either of them it's just one of those contract moments so gary has one and then i think uh Cade has a match against Shinya aoki and then i think there's some other stuff but they've been signing like mikey mismichi uh our good friend uh canuto um there's a handful of grapplers that they are starting to ingest so Even though Gary had one of his first grappling matches for 1FC years ago. I think it was almost five years uh, to the day now. It's kind of cool to see that they're starting to make more of a commitment. And never forget, Gordon signed with one too. You just haven't seen him do shit.
0: I would say with 1 also, so it doesn't get confusing. Yes. It's a numbers thing.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's a smart idea. (laughs)
0: Well, that actually sounds worth uh, coming back to, which will be nice. Yeah. I'll have to get caught up on that after I return from the south. Yep. Raf, you need to get to vacation. We need to get out of here and yep. prep for I'm still waiting on the call. Road to UFC episode one in Singapore. I'm just ready to come be an enthusiastic commentator. Mm-hmm. zero chance I'm going to beat out uh, the Bisping crew, who's definitely Bisping. I've, I've already been in Singapore for like three months, just getting ready for it. That'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night
1: and good night. <laughs>